Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast. At Progressaholic, we highlight stories of individuals dedicated to the progress of self and society to educate you on how to create impact within yourself and the communities that you operate in. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we really, really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the Progressaholic Podcast, and today we have with us Andrew Moss. Now, Andrew is a professional transformation coach working with high performers, making a shift from their domain of expertise to a new one. He works with students in postgraduate programs, helping them to recognize their mix of skills, interests, and life experiences that when combined, create a unique offering to the world. As a response to COVID-19 and the needs of the clients he works with, Andrew has recently launched Applied Work Experience, um, a platform connecting entrepreneurs, small businesses, and nonprofits uh, with a skilled post-secondary workforce. So that's going to be our focus for today. We're going to be speaking about the Applied Work Experience, um, sort of the journey with that, and how that could help you out as a listener as well. Um, so yeah, thank you so much, f- Andrew. Thank you so, so, so much for being here. Well, it's my pleasure, Devish. I really appreciate you reaching out and offering me the chance to share this with your audience. Uh, it's our pleasure. Uh, if you have a platform at this point, all we can really do is try to get the word out as help and help as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'd love if we could just start off just a little bit more about what exactly the remote work experience is just for our listeners that may not know about it. Sure. So applied work experience, it's, it's really a private job board where small businesses, not-for-profits that are facing a bit of a crisis right now with the economic challenges with COVID, uh, where they can go in and with some consulting help that we provide, uh, create work experiences, which can be you know, anything from a couple weeks to a couple months in duration that are tailored to what a postgraduate student uh, would, would be looking for. So <clears throat> we have roles for undergrads, we have roles for you know, master's students, And we're really trying to create this opportunity to match, you know, the needs of what businesses um, are facing with the skill set that we know is out there with the student population that we're also trying to serve. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, And sort of, I sort of preface this with starting off, like, even before work experience, what is sort of the importance of using students and young grads for the Canadian economy as a whole, which we know right now? is suffering and probably will suffer in the future. Sure. Well, I mean, <clears throat> one of the things I want to be be real clear on is that we're not trying to provide students as a replacement to employees that have been let go. Uh, what we're trying to do is to recognize that students have some very specific skills that are very relevant to the issues facing a lot of small businesses and not-for-profits. And those are, you know, familiarity with how to use social media, how to grow an audience, to find new markets or even relate to a younger audience that maybe a business hasn't attracted in the past. Plus, we have students that are in co-op programs, internship programs that actually need work experience to graduate. And most of those programs have been eliminated uh, due to the economic challenges that business are businesses are facing. So it's not necessarily that students um, are the best served necessarily for all these jobs, but we think that they're in a unique place where they're motivated, uh, they realize that the job market in the next couple of years is going to be even more challenging than it has been. And to have applied work experience actually on your 
resume. You know, we have we have students that are working for three or four businesses already uh, in our first month of operation. So that's all going to be very relevant experience for them when this is all said and done. Yeah, no, definitely agree with that. And as a fellow student as well, I completely understand the importance of having that applied work experience on your resume and just overall, just as an experience overall, you know, um, there's so much that you learn from your summers where you actually work in different organizations. So that's, that's, that's incredible. Maybe like what was sort of just going back um, to when sort of like the lockdown started or the social distancing started around mid-March in Canada at least. Um, well, was there like a specific personal moment where that inspired you or that made you realize uh, that this issue exists? Yeah, there was a few. The, the first one was actually a personal one where um, my daughter goes to University of Waterloo, um, got a phone call that the school had changed path and they were going to ask students that could leave um, dormitories to leave and go home and they'd be completing their studies online. So I went and got my daughter, Katrina, and on the way home, we were talking about how her plans for the summer had kind of gotten changed by what was going on with the job market. Uh, At the same time, I work with a lot of small businesses in my coaching practice, and so I knew that they had needs that she could help fill. So we made a couple of connections, and sure enough, there were opportunities the businesses could see for her to help them. Word got around her group of friends that I was helping, and uh, that became a a few more students. And then at the same time, you know, I've got about 80 students that I work with at Queen's University in a couple of master's degree programs. And there was a significant portion of them who either were getting their internships withdrawn uh, from companies that had signed them up, or they were international students that were also facing a real challenge because... Uh, a lot of the government support programming wasn't really directed at a, at a foreign student, but these are highly skilled students that have come from countries all around the world, were living in Canada, and we're kind of stuck here for the next several months. Yeah. And I really wanted to make sure we also have an opportunity to support them at the same time. Uh, that touches my heart because, I mean, I'm an international student as well in Canada, so I can definitely... Um, sort of relate to the plight of us because I mean a lot of us we don't we're not qualified for a lot of the benefits um so any of the support that we get is only from like our universities some of them help some of them don't so it really depends on a person-to-person basis mm-hmm. um but yeah so maybe how many students have you currently been able to match and maybe like what is your target you'd say yeah so we're about um I guess we're about four or five weeks in now uh we have 300 students in the platform who've signed up uh, just over 100 businesses. Uh, the businesses typically have a, around three jobs per business, seems to be the trend so far. So it might be a marketing job, it might be some research, might be helping them set set up a Facebook page, right? In some cases, it's it's web development, but it's around three per business. So we're actually kind of on a nice balanced track of, stu- of students and sort of opportunities. Um, I think so far we've got about 60 positions that have been closed, and, and so there's still lots of jobs that are that are in progress. It works like a very traditional job board, uh, the difference being that it's private. So yeah. students that sign up are the only people that get access to the jobs that are being created, and we also provide a, a consulting service to the small businesses, and that consulting service is being run by uh, students that are in their MBA programs right now. So they're getting the chance to work with each of these small businesses as they sign up. 
to help them identify what their immediate needs are and then create these work experiences in a way that's appropriate for the students that are going to be applying for them. And just to sort of preface that, uh, would those positions be paid and unpaid or both? Uh, both. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, it's an area that we have to be really careful because uh, for internships and co-ops that are tied to academic programs, it is uh, legal to not pay a student to do that work. Okay. Uh, for students that don't have an academic requirement, uh, the employers are uh, required to pay at least a minimum wage uh, salary. Now, Obviously, with everything that's going on, um, that is sometimes easier said than done. Um, and you know, we are spending a lot of our focus working with the small businesses to find uh, funding through all these government announcements and to help them navigate that. So, you know, I would say that we're probably at 50% of the jobs right now have compensation and 50% don't. Uh, we are hoping that because of all the announcements that are coming out, that that'll that'll shift, but. Honestly, uh, you know, I think I onboarded about the first 100 students, 125 students, and talked to each one of them individually. And uh, I think 100% of them were grateful for the chance to actually get some work experience um, when they were looking at a market that was looking pretty bleak. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And maybe like, uh, just to expand on that, like what, what sort of type of students you're looking for? Maybe a better question is like, what are the specific skills that you think are most high in demand? Yeah, so I would say that the high preference is for students that understand how to help a, a business grow revenue and grow exposure. Uh, the biggest issue facing a small business right now is is how to either maintain their customer base or grow it. And uh, actually, I'll use Katrina as a great example that she got placed with a, a company called Just One that's just outside of Hamilton, and she's building an affiliate um, seller program for their online business. She, they had never had one. Uh, they have a great sort of loyal customer base, and so we, you know, we talked through what would help them most and realized that if she had, you know, if the, bus the business owner had another 10 sellers all around Canada helping sell the product, yeah. it would likely increase her her. Uh, sales and profitability, and, and it, it's proving to, to do that. So that's a really simple case, but it's very common to have something like that. Yeah. Um, the other area I would say is around researching new business opportunities. So people that have some technical skills and can look at new business lines that maybe the company hadn't explored. Um, and then a little bit around communication. So helping a company maybe uh, creates a video or some uh, online content that helps, you know, drive some, some new traffic to their websites. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And um, on the flip side of that, maybe like what kind of organizations, if someone's a small business owner and they're sort of listening to this right now, what kind of organizations would you be looking for? Yeah. So we're not, uh, we're, we're not discriminate, discriminating against anybody. Um, I would say small business, um, you know, even single entrepreneur businesses uh, and definitely not for profits are, you know, what we kind of, you know, even if you look at the visuals on the website, it's, it's almost like main street communities around Canada. It's not downtown Toronto. Yeah. Uh, it's main street, London, main street, Kingston, main street, you know, uh, Regina, uh, that that's who we're really trying to focus on here is who needs this help. It's part of our community. It's our neighbors that own the businesses and they're really struggling. It's not, not the big corporations. Yeah. 
hundred percent, hundred percent. That's amazing. Um, and kudos to you for, I mean, it's, it, it's of course, it's a lot of work, but I know that there's, um, it's that, it's that ability to sort of like serve others that I really appreciate. And um, as a student that's sort of been in that position, it just touches my heart a lot more personally. Uh, but yeah, I just, to make it even more clear, like what sort of, the, what sort of the, the procedure looks like from like the student's perspective. So they come on the site um, and then from there, how do they sort of go about it? Yeah, so it's appliedworkexperience.com and we'll, we'll make sure that the link is in the notes with the show. And uh, they basically click on a button to create a student profile. It's, it's like a mini version of a LinkedIn uh, profile. And they put, off, put some information to basically you know, communicate the value that you have to offer to an employer. And any previous work experience you do have, resume, that kind of thing, you can list the skills, specific technical skills that you have. And once that's done, uh, it, uh, you save, and then our team on the back end reviews the profiles that come in, and we approve them. They go live on the site, and that means you then are eligible to see the jobs and apply for the jobs that are in, in the platform. And it's a very similar process for the employers. They create a business profile, they then talk to one of our consultants, and then they create job opportunities, and those go live to the, uh, to the job board for the students to see. That's great. That's great. Uh, thank you so much for making that very clear. Um, just so that anyone listening to this can, it can be as crystal clear for them as possible. Yeah. Um, and maybe on like a broader perspective, I want to ask you, um, how do you think the meaning of serving others has changed with COVID? Because I know there's different ways to serve but in the past, most of them were, it was a very sort of like physical aspect of it where you need to physically be at a certain place. Mm. So how would you say that that sort of like changed? Yeah, I've seen, I think I've seen both sides of it, uh, good and the bad. Um, I've seen the great side of, of the student reaction from students. Uh, I've got a team now of eight students who are helping me actually run applied work experience because it's become a bit of a full-time thing. Uh, they stepped up right away, no compensation, and they just said, you know, we want to help. Um, you know, some of them are getting applied work experience themselves, as I mentioned, because they want to go into consulting uh, when they graduate. But by and large, they all just wanted to do it because they knew students were struggling out there, and they also come from communities that need this kind of help uh, for their local business community. The other side of it is, is a little bit of a funny reaction that I've had from some students uh, around the country, which is just, I don't know how to say this kindly, but I think some of the government funding that has come out uh, has kind of provided a cushion uh, for the summer. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't seen the urgency to, to get involved and help and, and, and to apply for the roles that maybe I would have expected to see from some pockets of the country. Um, I will say, you know, and you'll know this well, I think it comes down to sort of um, a feeling of being grateful for, for the opportunity to, to do something and to contribute. And no question that the international students who come to universities in Canada get that. Um, they step up and say, like, how can I help? What can I do? I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here and have this opportunity to do something. And I just need, we, we need to spend more time you know, working with all students to, to have that same sense of how we how we can give back and do something for, for our country at this point, because this could be a long couple, 
year recovery if you know and if we lose 25 percent or more of our small businesses that's going to be even longer recovery for students because you know those jobs are not going to be around to be had so yeah. i think it's in all of our self-interest to actually do something to help these small businesses right now yeah it seems like maybe you're that the attitudes have changed from like me to we i guess yep yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, and you know, doing what I do for a living, it's 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 my natural place to just say, you know, I work with students all day. Um, I knew they were hurting, so what can I do more? And it is a shift for some people that don't necessarily have that mindset day to day to to realize that, you know, pro- and honestly, there's a mental health aspect to this too that it's worth pointing out, which is I think for a lot of young people. Um, you know, especially if you're deeply invested in academics right now, personally and financially, um, it could be pretty scary to look at what the future might look like, uh, given how little we really know and what's going to happen. And so the idea of helping other people and, and helping other people rise is is one of the best therapies that exists for, for people that are struggling themselves, right? To turn around and work with a small business and who will be incredibly grateful for the expertise you do bring to, to their business. It's the best form of therapy. And I, I speak from a place where I get to get that kind of therapy all day long from helping, you know, young people on their own careers that uh, it really gives you a sense of purpose yeah. and focus at a time when there's a lot of uncertainty around us. Yeah, that's definitely, can I agree a hundred percent? The second I sort of, it's a couple of years ago when I changed that mindset for myself, it changed my life completely um, from that me to we. But maybe what was maybe one of the most, uh, one of the biggest difficulties that you're currently facing with running remote work experience? Yeah, it's really getting the word out. You know, it's it's so noisy right now with government announcements and, and especially on the business side, I would say it's been a little bit harder. I think students are pretty good at sort of sharing good good news with their friends and you know other students in their schools the business community is just you know, how do you break through and get the word out into the small business community into the chambers of commerce into those kinds of groups and get them to share because most of them are super focused on working with the government to figure out how these programs are going to work and you know, lobbying for certain things, you know, rent, uh, you know, subsidies and those kinds of things, which are important. So it's just breaking through that noise um, and getting the word out. So, you know, we really ask everybody that comes onto the platform, whether you're a student or a small business, is to share this with as many people as you can, because, you know, I know there's thousands of students out there that are in the situation uh, that we're trying to help with. And, um, if we and tens of thousands of small businesses, so it's just a matter of getting the word around. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And we are progressing. We're going to try our best as well because it's something you're doing some incredible work here. We have a pretty young audience. We're going to try our best as well to pass on as much as we can. Um, but yeah, what do you think? Maybe the the future of remote work experience holds. Would you do you think you're going to continue this past um, the pandemic lockdown, or would this be just a more temporary thing? Yeah, if you had asked me when I started, I would have said it's a short-term thing. Um, what we're seeing now is that there's a really interesting opportunity to connect universities with their local business communities in the in the towns that they're located. Yeah, 
And, and those schools haven't always done a great job of, of taking care of that relationship. You know, most of the, the interns and the co-op jobs, you know, are with sort of big corporate entities and the banks and the consulting companies and those groups that do a great job of recruiting, you know, all the top talent to go away um, and work for them. For them. Um, and it's funny because a couple of years ago, I re read a book uh, by this guy, Andrew Yang, who uh, tried running for uh, president in the U.S. this year. He's a young businessman. But he started a program called Venture for America, which was to try to get the top university graduates to not go all down the corporate path, yeah. but to actually get involved in building small businesses and to be more entrepreneurial. And I really think the long-term opportunity for applied work experience is to make these local connections between the schools and their business community yeah. and to encourage students as they're going through school to be working with the small businesses and the not-for-profits in their community, building those relationships and gaining the experience that could lead them to becoming an entrepreneur or doing their own not-for-profit or even staying in the community long-term and being part of, of building the economy of those local uh, communities. So, so what you mean, it seems like, uh, it looks like entrepreneurship, like, Entrepreneurship could uh, is one thing that definitely like drives an economy, and if we don't sort of focus on that, it could lead to many drawbacks. I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, Andrew Yang, he had done actually some research on this, and it was something like, um, you know, eighty percent of the gra the graduates from the top ten business schools in the U.S. went to like five companies, right? And and you know, all over the U.S., but they went to their to the you know five big named companies it was incredible the the stats and the point was what if we took all of that talent and and actually get, got it into the communities that are hurting right now or who need just some leadership yeah and let those people really build you know a name and use their expertise to create something incredible in communities that that are struggling um, and I know, you know, entrepreneurship is not for everybody, but the idea of getting real experience working with real people in your local community while you're going through school, to me, is a really strong benefit uh, that we could create in the, in the long term with the program. 100%. And I can speak from personal experience. I mean, uh, I'm currently studying at the business school in London, Ivy, and you have 600 students in my like graduating class, maybe five, five to 10 stay in London every summer. And the yeah. rest are all in downtown Toronto or Montreal and Vancouver. And London's got 400,000 people with a lot of small businesses. But I mean, maybe it's the university, maybe it's the students. Don't know who to blame, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we can change that, you know, over time. I think those experiences, if, if students are having it and they're working with businesses during the, the academic year and they're building those relationships, I think it make a big difference to have them want to consider staying. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. But uh, Andrew, first of all, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out to be here. Um, just something that's going to be really helpful for our audience, I'm sure. Um, but more importantly, if anyone wants to get in touch with Applied Work Experience or with you personally, um, what would be the best way to reach you and uh, Applied Work Experience? Yeah, so Applied Work Experience is just that.com. Um, there's, um, you know, you can contact us using support at appliedworkexperience.com that comes to me as well and uh, you know that's really my focus right now my coaching practice still continues but this is uh, 
as I mentioned, uh, pretty much a full-time effort for the, for the months ahead. So yeah, anybody that wants to reach out, whether you're a small business owner, student, parent of a student, if you have questions, uh, I'm happy to spend as much time answering them as I can. Definitely, definitely. Again, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it's incredible to see individuals like you creating an impact within the Canadian economy. Um, we definitely need it and uh, wishing you the best of luck. Thanks, Devish. I really appreciate you reaching out for the opportunity to share the story. It's my pleasure. Thanks a lot. If you liked any part of that, please, please, please leave us a review. It will mean the world to us. And please let us know your thoughts, how you think we can improve and continue providing more and more value to our community because we are here to serve you and make sure that you have the best time possible and really kill it in your self-development journey. Thank you very much.